Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Now, Glenn has a difficulty. Good morning, Glenn. Good morning, Frank. How's yourself? I, I am good, Glenn. Is it your wedding anniversary soon? Is it today? When is it, Glenn? It's, it's actually Thursday, Frank. It's my second wedding anniversary, and I'm a bit stuck on what to get the wife. <laughs> right. And I'm just holding up the... Uh, it's meant to be, I was reading up on it, the first one's meant to be paper, and um, last year I made a wee bit of, mi- of a mistake, I tried to be funny, so I bought her a Beano, and she wasn't happy. I bet she so wasn't. This year, no, <laughs> this year is the second anniversary, it's meant to be cotton, but I am completely stuck other than a pair of socks, what to get the wife, so I'm just hoping someone could give me an idea or two of of what to get or what to do, I'm, I'm, I'm completely stuck for ideas, I Basically, Frank, I can't go wrong this year, if you know what I mean. So, do you know, I, I don't I know. To... I think maybe you, you are about to go wrong if you bought her the Beano, <laughs> the Beano last year. I'm what's flashing through my mind is cotton buds. You know the little things you use for cleaning your ears. Um, yes. I, I, th- I think she would like a little box of cotton buds. But when she opens the little dome lid inside, you have a beautiful sparkling ring in there. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah, see, that's you see, you've got idea. the cotton, but you've also got the brownie points. You know, what was inside yeah. the Beano? Nothing but the, the comic. No, you don't even get a free refresher bar with it nowadays. Frank, it's all changed since the 90s. <laughs> it, it certainly has. So you, you, were thinking, you were thinking, what did you suggest there? Socks? I'm thinking cotton buds, T-shirts, anything else that anyone could bring to the table. Feel free for a cotton wedding anniversary. What do you get your wife? What are you expecting her to get you? Uh, you did some, I, I, I don't expect Frank anything at all. I know she might be listening, so uh, her undying love every day is good enough for me. Oh, is that the right answer, Kim? Such a romantic, <laughs> such a romantic. Uh, what is, what is, is Kim, is Kim her name? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Okay, uh, what, what, did, Kim, what yeah. did, what did Kim get you last year? Uh, oh, Frank. Don't put me on the spot. I can't remember. <laughs> Dear uh, whatever it was, it'll have been absolutely... I actually think that she, she might have actually bought me a guitar or a music... I'm a bit of a... I've got a wee thing for musical instruments. I think she bought me something musical. Well, if she, bought you, if she bought you a guitar around about your first wedding anniversary yeah. and you bought her the Beano, you've got some ground to make up, Glenn. I know, Frank. I know. I know. <laughs> I'll I'll I'll, th- I'll throw it out and see if people have any suggestions. Fair play to you for knowing that one is paper, two is cotton. Be any idea what the next year will bring? Uh, oh, I looked it up, but I can't remember. I oh, 
I did look it up. I can't remember. I have a full year to Google it for next year. As long as I stay ahead of the game, I'll take my granddad's advice. Just a couple of weeks beforehand, stay ahead of the game, son and Jill. And you do think it's very important to mark a wedding anniversary. I know it's only your second one, but by the time you get like to the 13th or 14th, will you still be doing it? Oh, completely. Every, every time, every every year I get with her is a complete blessing. I, I love her the absolute death. So every year there will be something special. And it's, we're, we're a young couple. We're, I'm only 33 myself. She's 29. I hope she doesn't mind me giving her age, but... I'd love to keep on going all the way up to the diamond, up to the ruby, up to the whatever they go up to. Yeah. How many I can get is an absolute blessing. I how, love her to death. How, how, did you, how did you meet her? Uh, it was actually a karaoke, a uh, little bar at the bottom of Chichester Street. I was singing Frank Sinatra my way and her and her friend walked in, eyes locked, eyes met. And it was from that moment that, uh, yeah. <laughs> So tell me, when you were on the stage with the old Frank Sinatra, I've done it my way, you were looking down into the crowd and she caught your eyeballs and gave you a good squeeze. Yeah, she actually walked in. It was actually the door was to the side, Frank, and it was one of those. She walked in through the side and the moonlight was shining down in through the door as she walked in and I caught a glimpse of those eyes that she has and uh, that was was it. I I was hooked on her. I think I'm going to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. No, it's, it's lovely. It's, it's lovely. It really <laughs> is lovely. Uh, uh, she's such a lucky. She is such a, a lucky woman. And and um, does she give you the the signals regularly that you're giving her that the moonlight was right that night? Um, I. I'm not good at reading signals, Frank, but she's still with me, so she puts up with me, so I have to be something. She has to get brownie points for that. Totally. Kim, we admire you, we do. Um, what do you? What are you expecting, Kim? You can privately let me know. The number is 02890-333-105. What are you expecting for your cotton wedding anniversary on Thursday? And any of the rest of you... Any ideas, any suggestions? Anything better than socks, a T-shirt or a box of cotton buds? Uh, 02890 The most romantic man of the week award definitely goes to Glenn. This is the U105 phone-in. Good morning. Frank, that fella Glenn who you'd on earlier talking about his second wedding anniversary and what he should get for his wife as it is the cotton wedding anniversary, well, he's just ruined my day. The wife was sitting beside me listening to everything he said and saying things like, oh, isn't that guy Glenn so nice? Isn't he great? And then I said, I think he should just wise up. And I was in a promise tonight too, and now she's abandoned me. Cheers, Glenn. I detest that term, by the way, on a promise tonight too, whatever that happens to mean. Um, Jeff's in Lambeg. Uh, would it not be better to get her something practical like a Hoover? You know, well, a, a Hoover is a very practical thing to get. Gle- uh, Jeff in Lambeg, very practical for yourself or your wife or for anyone else in the house who wants to do, do the Hoovering. Do you know what we're about to talk about? Divorce. Let me speak to Claire Curran, who's an expert in the field. Claire, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Claire, with a lovely guy called Glenn on there a short time ago who's longing to buy something appropriate for his wife on their second wedding anniversary. Uh, most of the lines coming in, the texts and the emails, are full of praise for Glenn. His lovely wife apparently is called Kim 
And there are girls here saying Kim sounds like the luckiest girl alive. There are loads of fellas who are also saying Glenn is a role model. He's the sort of modern man that we want to hear more on on the radio. But sadly, uh, sadly, uh, Claire, the reality is that uh, not every relationship is like Glenn and Kim's. Uh, divorce rates are on the rise no, and divorce legislation so. divorce legislation is, is changing across across the water. Um, you're a partner in charge of the matrimonial department at Worthington's Solicitors. You should That's know about right. these things. Are you calling for change in Northern Ireland? Remind us of the change across the water. Well, as it stands here in Northern Ireland, uh, we're different to England and Wales just um, in terms of legislation. But as it stands here in Northern Ireland, you can't issue divorce proceedings without having satisfied a court that you have grounds to do so. Uh, so to convince a court that you, you should be granted a divorce, firstly, you have to be able to confirm that the marriage has irretrievably broken down. So that simply means that there's no prospect of a reconciliation between you and your spouse. But that fact needs to be supported by one of five grounds for divorce. Um, so here in Northern Ireland, you either need to have um, what are known as a fault-based ground of unreasonable behaviour or adultery or desertion for over two years. Or if you don't have a fault-based uh, ground for divorce, you have to wait until you have been separated for over t two years if both parties are consenting to a divorce or for over five years. So uh, it can be difficult to convince the court that you have grounds for divorce. It's over five years if one person isn't consenting, is over that right? five years if the other party isn't consenting, that's right. So there's been much discussion in the, in the news recently just about a proposed change to the law in England and Wales. Um, because what is being proposed is, a, uh, is an easier way, I suppose, of being able to issue proceedings and not having to wait for that length of time. Um, and the reason that, that consultation process has taken place is because it's deemed to be quite an acrimonious thing to have to do, to have to issue divorce proceedings um, on a fault-based ground. Um, and so the, the consultation that has taken place in England and Wales is proposing introducing an earlier separation ground so that parties don't have to wait for as long as two years or five years and could in fact issue a petition earlier, say after a separation period of six months or so. Um, and it is hoped that by doing that, that it will take away the requirement for parties to make allegations against each other, to cite uh, details against each other of examples of unreasonable behaviour or adultery, because that can often, unfortunately, give rise to conflict between spouses if they're having to blame the other for the marriage breakdown just to get a divorce through earlier than the two-year or five-year separation period. If there isn't an adultery being committed, it's just mm -hmm. two people who basically hate each other at, <laughs> at the end of the day. How, how, how yes. difficult is that to get it sorted? Because I, I was aware not that long ago of a, of a guy who I would have known on the periphery of work. Never never did meet his, his partner, but mm -hmm. I, I met him and he was going through hell. You know, he used to tell me about the latest state of play in his, in his divorce. I felt I felt so sorry for him. But then I never actually met his partner. I don't even know uh, who, who she is. And But she mm -hmm. sounded like as if she was a demon. And he, he, his, his heart was broken in the way that she was treating him, especially in relation uh, to, to, to the children. 
Well, I mean, the, the problem is if there's no adultery having been committed and if the parties have not been separated for as long as two years or five years, then the ground that if, if the husband is seeking a divorce at, the, at an earlier stage, he will have to put into the court a petition setting out uh, his wife's unreasonable behaviour and, and set out in writing what those instances of unreasonable behaviour have been uh, simply to get the process of the divorce started. And whilst you have heard one side of the story possibly from your friend who has kind of given you his version of events, very often it's not just as straightforward as it's one party's fault. You know, in a marriage situation, there can be many reasons why a marriage has broken down, and it may not uh, be seen by both parties to be one party's fault. So the issue with having a divorce before a court that's a petition issued on one party's unreasonable behaviour, when that spouse receives that petition, they read through the particulars that have been cited against them, and they may not agree with those particulars. They may have their own view as to why the marriage broke down, and they may, in fact, blame their husband for the marriage breakdown. And they can then file with the court what's known as a cross-petition, setting out uh, what she feels is the, is the behaviour that perhaps the husband has done to lead to the marriage breakdown. And in that instance, you basically have two spouses blaming each other for the breakdown of their marriage and asking the court to grant them a divorce on each of their own petitions. And again, you know, where there are children involved in cases like that, the difficulty is that that issuing petitions of that nature before a court can just give rise to hostility and acrimony between two parties and what is being looked at in England and Wales is, is there another way? Could we perhaps introduce an earlier separation-based petition that would avoid all of that having to happen? Because at the end of the day, it, it doesn't really matter whose fault the marriage breakdown is in the eyes of the law when granting a divorce. If both parties are seeking a divorce, why not try and come up with a, an easier way of doing that in everybody's interest, particularly if there are children involved? Uh, the children, of course, we have to spare a thought for them. It must be very difficult for children who see their parents, who they love equally, uh, d d divorce, break up or whatever. But uh, far be it from any of us to pass judgment on what's going on in someone else's family family life. But for, for yeah. you as a, as a solicitor or for your fellow professionals, do, do you do you ever see a divorce that is happily agreed, that the, the two of them sort of shake hands and say, listen, we made a mistake here. We better get, we better go our separate ways. Uh, uh, that, that there's, you know, there's, there's a friendship. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, I mean, we do, we do see that, do we? Do we? We do. We do. I, I maybe wouldn't use the word happily agreed. I, mean, I think divorce always, always comes with sadness. A marriage breakdown always comes with sadness. But uh, we as divorce lawyers operating within the current confines of the laws it stands, we will always do our best to try and minimise hostility felt between parties and we'll try and find a way through the separation process as amicably as possible. And very frequently, I'm heartened to say I do come across couples who manage the process with, with dignity and as amicably as possible and you know who put their children first. And that is always heartening to see. And we can, as lawyers and do very much encourage uh, 
proceeding in that way, you know, by either by entering into negotiations outside of the court process, you know, you don't have to go to court to have your finances resolved. You can enter into what are known as amicable negotiations outside of the court process to try and implement an agreed financial settlement or you can, and I would always encourage parties to avail of mediation to try and discuss and agree issues pertaining to the care of their children or issues pertaining to their finances. And very often we do negotiate settlements outside of court. But really what the law, uh, what we're talking about here is in cases where for whatever reason an agreement cannot be reached, for example, in respect of finances and parties need the oversight of the court either to ensure that they're getting the full information as to the finances from their spouse or to implement a fair settlement. In that sort of a case, a, a spouse can only go to court to have their finances determined by a court if they have already started a process of divorce. Okay. And so in order to do that, you need to have those grounds. And that's where this uh, consultation of perhaps introducing the earlier separation ground is really coming to the fore. Okay, I'm going to have to leave it there. But Claire, thank you very much. Very informative. Claire Curran, a partner in charge in the matrimonial department with Worthington's solicitor. So the news is next. 